This is the Percent Podcast with your host, Percent founder and CEO, Nelson Chu. Hello, everyone. My name is Nelson Chu, founder and CEO of Percent. And we're here with Yaffa Holmes, our head of operations, who's one of the earliest employees at our company. Uh, Yaffa, welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Nelson. I'm happy to be here. You joined very, very early on in our company's life, uh, but you do have, much like everybody else on our, on our team, a pretty significant financial services background. Why don't you give a little bit of information about uh, how you got into finance and ultimately how you got here to Percent as well? Well, I always thought I would be a lawyer. I love debate. I was on the team in college, but I majored in economics and ended up taking a money and banking class and had that aha moment that I actually wanted to go into finance. And so after I graduated, I got my first job trading U.S. equities on a prop desk in 2007. It was a very interesting time to be trading in the market. So in 2008, when the world was seemingly going to an end, um, I was fortunate enough to get connected with a successful trader who needed help running his family office and financial services business. I did that for three years and then moved over to a more institutional family office that was investing in almost everything across several asset classes. It was my first introduction into complex investment vehicles and alternatives. I focused mostly on investment research and trading and managed all the back office operations. It was an amazing learning experience. It also introduced me to VC. We invested in early stage VC funds, technology companies. I was there for almost seven years before moving on to an early stage fund focusing on fintech and blockchain. That ended up leading me to percent. I remember that dinner we had by Times Square, right? Something like that, yep. I can't remember, I can't remember why we were meeting over there in the middle of nowhere. Um, but it was a cold day in November 2018. And you said to me, I've started this platform that is focusing on transforming the private credit space and it's going to democratize alternatives. Why don't you come to my office and see if we can work together? And the rest is history. Exactly. But you have a pretty interesting background, diverse background. But more importantly, I think the family office side is super interesting. I think you're only, the only one on the team uh, who has worked directly in a family office before. And so you've seen that side of the world and what they look for, what they like, and how they operate. How do you think that has helped you in, in the diverse role that you have here when it comes to managing banking, managing customer success, managing uh, a lot of these different types of relationships? How has that prepared you for that? Working at a family office, you get a sense of, as an investor, what investors look for, how they go about their due diligence process, who do they use as third-party services, how do you set up investment vehicle structures, how do you analyze investments in general, what happens behind the scenes, what third-party services are they using, who do they trust in terms of legal, compliance, and custody services? So building those relationships early on in my career and accounting as well. So back office, all back office needs. Building those relationships has been extremely helpful when coming into a new role at percent running operations, knowing how to set up all of these different types of vehicles and structures and the entire back office. Back in the early days of the company, everything was up for discussion, right? Like we had no services built in just yet. We had uh, no relationships. And so it was really just 
getting a crash course and leveraging everything that you had learned prior and bringing that here, uh, which I think has been incredibly helpful and valuable for getting us to where we are today. So what makes, from your family office experience at least, what makes percent and what we offer and how we operate from the diligence to the operational standpoint different that you think might be appealing for an average investor or all the way up to a family office type of investor? I would like investors to know, you know, that they're not just a KPI to us. In everything that we do, we are thinking about our clients. We are thinking about how we as investors would approach an investment opportunity. What kind of products would they like to see? What kind of products would help them use our platform better? If they need to speak to a person and a human, and I think that that's something that is very important. And I think when you work in technology, it's all about scale and how do you automate things. But at the same time, there is this important element of human touch, of being able to call somebody if you need help and get a human and speak to somebody about whether it be investment due diligence, using the platform, if something goes wrong, being available 24-7. And so I think I would want investors to know that we are thinking about them from the perspective if we were ourselves investors on the platform. And that's exactly right. Uh, and I think it's translated into a lot of the decisions that we've made over the years around how we interact with investors. Uh, how do you feel that lens of being investor-centric has framed some of the product decisions, some of the operational decisions that we've made over the years? Do you have any examples you can cite of why we take or how we take such an investor-centric approach? I think it's pretty clear to me and folks on our team that our success depends primarily on improving their economic position as well as earning their trust. And so all of our decisions are made around making that true. So an example is we instituted the quarterly investor calls and the purpose of those calls were to get direct access to the head of capital markets and to you, Nelson, our CEO, and to be able to ask direct questions about not only the deals, the investment deals that we, were, we are working on, but to also ask about company issues and where are we going and what is in store for the company going forward. And this was something from when I was at a family office that we always had access to during, you know, we had quarterly updates with all of the funds that we were invested in. And it was something that I think is extremely important for all investors in alternatives to have that access to as much information as possible so they can make the most informed decisions about their investments. It's even translated in a lot of ways to the objectives and key results of your team as well, right? I mean, they're tracking everything, every conversation, every topic that gets brought up, the time it takes to respond. Those are all things that we hold ourselves accountable for. And it, again, reinforces that investor-centric approach, which is incredibly important to everything that we do here at Percent. So having been one of the longest tenured uh, team members here, do you have any proudest accomplishments that come to mind? What happened? Uh, what did you learn from it? Uh, how, did we, uh, learn, how did we get better as a company as a result of that? I think I'm most proud of our ability to hire top talent. I read once that you have to be able to fire and hire quickly. 
I don't know that I agree with that. Surely I understand why that could help a fast growing company in theory. But what I found in growing our team as I was the third hire and now we're almost 50, it's being really thoughtful about each role, not only how the employee can help us grow as a company, but how folks can grow in their own careers. It's extremely invaluable and has contributed to our high productivity rate and our low turnover rate. That's exactly right. I think I've said it a lot and it's part of even the uh, welcome email that I share with the team when they join for the very first time or on their first day. This is one of the hardest working, smartest group of individuals I've ever had the privilege of, of working with and pulling together. That is definitely the case. And I'm incredibly proud of the team that you've built and the team that we've built. Um, and I think we're on to fantastic things. What do you wish more investors knew about Percent, um, having seen what they say, what they ask? What do you think is the key takeaway that uh, would really make a difference in helping them understand what we do and how we differentiate ourselves from everyone else that's out there that's offering alternatives in the market? You know, something that really stuck with me when we first had that conversation around what is percent? What are you doing? Do I want to join this company? You know, there, there are a couple of things that when you're investing in an early stage company that you look at, right? So as a, a seed investor, an angel investor, you want to make sure that the CEO is extremely good at execution, which you are. And I knew that already from getting to know you over the years. But the other thing that you, you look for, aside from the product market fit and the size of the market and all that, is what is this business offering that isn't currently being offered in the market? And what really stuck with me coming from an institutional family office where we had a ton of access, not only to deal flow, but when you're writing large checks, everyone wants to talk to you and everyone wants to give you information. And when you ask for, even when you're investing in private companies, you get that access. And so when you came to me and said, I'm going to democratize private credit it really resonated with me, the opportunity for regular accredited retail and institutional investors to have access to information that is today only really available to very large institutional investors. And that was something that resonated with me as not only as something that doesn't exist, but is something that I think is important to exist from a moral standpoint. That's an incredibly important point, Yafa, that you bring up. When we first set out to create Percent, we knew we had to do something different, right? There are no shortage of alternative investment platforms on the market. Uh, they all offer their own spin on the equation. And we knew that from our perspective, the biggest gap in the market was really the availability of the data and being able to monitor the performance of your investment after you've made that investment. It's a daunting task. Uh, there is no shortage of complexity in the data itself. We have small business data, we have consumer lending data, we have factory receivable data, equipment leasing data. All those things are, have their own unique attributes that we're responsible for standardizing and normalizing and making it presentable for an investor like you to understand and interpret very easily to know what you invested in. This is a distinctly different offering and, and a capability set than what's being offered out there right now, even down to the asset performance level, which you really don't see anywhere else. And all of that is designed for us to maintain and hold true to our vision of providing as transparent a platform as possible. 
So uh, you've been here close to three years now, uh, and just curious uh, what you are looking forward to having seen the first phase of our life. Uh, what's next? What's exciting for you in the future for what we have in store for everybody? I'm looking forward to many things for the platform to grow and improve, for us to push out more products for retail and institutional investors, and to continue to help our originator partners grow and expand their operations. And of course, for our team to continue to develop and prosper. Fantastic. I couldn't agree more. And we are incredibly excited, all of us here at Percent, for what's coming up in the next few months. Thank you so much for being here, Yafa. It was great speaking with you as always. Thank you for having me, Nelson. Stay tuned for an upcoming podcast where we feature more members of the team who are going to share their story uh, about their percent journey. We'll see you soon. Thank you for listening to the Percent Podcast. Visit us at mypercent.com. See you again soon.